going to sit back, not push our pride on other people. Observe them. How do they, how do they feel comfortable? You know, because we are loud and right Americans. And well, and whatever our personal or political or whatever beliefs are about the reasons why somebody's here for that reason, at the end of it all, we're to love them. Right, like that's like what we have to do, right? Because again, we we are those image bearers, and we can't let our, our yeah. And so we have to just share that love. There, um, so Who's at fault here? oh, I'm about to tell you, brother, Satan. Yeah. 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 Satan, I mean, Satan, and I'll let I'll, I want to hear what you got, Bill. Satan seeks to make you think that you are it. As American, oh man, it feels good to feel good about yourself, doesn't it? You deserve, you deserve oh yeah, it feels good. Well, um, you know how to feel good? Feel like you're under attack, right? Mm. Yeah, which is reverse pride, yeah. even because you're self-reflective so much. Mm-hmm. Satan seeks to give us this inferiority, excuse me, mm. superiority complex, or even inferiority, mm-hmm. which is the same set of pride. It's just a flip of it, mm-hmm. and. We as people, because of our broken, well, let me back up, our sin nature that's been handed down to us from Adam are susceptible to that happening to us. And I think what they were trying to get at when they mentioned Peter being called out by Paul is Peter's, I mean, yeah, as Catholics, he is the father of the church. There would be no church without Peter, right? Like he's St. Peter's, he's a stone that the yeah. So he essentially is like the most important person in scripture. So, and he erred. So who are we to think that we are above? And it's just our hearts. But God can work through that, and He will use a fool. Well, maybe not a fool. That's not a nice word to call it. He might call me a fool. I wouldn't call y'all fools. But I think just to know, like, we need to be with other brothers and sisters that are smelling us, that are looking you in the eyes, and that aren't afraid to call you out about your, your error. Um, but I think it goes back to, to Satan, to be honest with you. Um, and I think it'll be a struggle. Bill, did you? No, that's the only thing who was at fault in. I mean, it does fall back to Satan, but is it, is it the Christians? Are they going with their cold to go and to love? Are we putting the people in the office who say it's okay to be gay, it's okay to be transgender? Aren't Americans built like that? We are electing these people to go. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we shouldn't expect the world to be anything mm-hmm. but the flesh. Mm-hmm. So exactly. We we can't expect for people that aren't, aren't of God to think the way we do, because without God, we might be in the same place. So there's a humility comes. And the fact that we're able to see where we are in our brokenness and our need for repentance, but we shouldn't look at the world and expect them to get it when we don't. And that's why the church needs to be the place where anybody can walk in that door. Anybody should walk in that door, and we see the Imago Day. We don't see black. We don't see white. We don't see gay. We don't see transgender. We don't see poor white trash. We see Imago Day come in, open arms of Jesus, come in, we love you. The key is we don't want them to be comfortable in their sin. We want them to love and welcome, but not to the point that we've compromised, the point where we've brought the world in and we're dealing with social issues and not God's word, 
and sinners are uncomfortable in sin in front of God. So there's that fine line. Shouldn't they be uncomfortable? That's what we want them uncomfortable. We want them to feel love and to see Jesus in us and to want to be here. But then once they're here, they need to hear the truth and be convicted. Because without God, they're not gonna they're not gonna want to walk away from their gay lover or be the gender God created them to be or to let go of racial prejudices. And that's that same thought driving here tonight. We want them to be uncomfortable with any sin, not just yes. Not just, not just the ones no, that are in the gender ones that are on TV. You know what I'm saying? I want them to be uncomfortable with pornography addiction or alcoholism or anything. We, you put out your own habitation or your own. This is what church needs to change. How does it change? Maybe this church needs to change. But I came here for a reason. I was led here for a reason. And this is my this building should be a place where believers in Christ come, live by the gospel, believe the gospel, and can fellowship together. And anybody that wants to come in and do that, more than welcome. I think there's such a beauty to the opportunity that we all have to prove the world wrong. Um, and that's why I love being here. And so as we, at this local expression of God's body, um, may we be challenged to show them how wrong. I love when I get to work with like gay, I don't have any gay coworkers anymore. <laughs> I used to all the time at the hospital. <laughs> but I love working with, um, I, I, you know, because I was like, oh man, I can't wait to show them how much I love them. <laughs> like I want it so bad. Yeah, I just, I mean, not in my own ability, because Lord knows. But I just wanted them to know that Jesus loved them and Christians love sinners, that we are loved by God as sinners. And so um, I pray that this church will be that. And until we keep working at it and getting better, until the Lord calls us humble, we'll, that's what we'll get after. I think that was the same thing I did with my, I had a, so the job I told you that I was falsely accused of being a racist and homophobe. I was fired by my best friend who considered himself bisexual. And he actually, he knew I was Christian. And he came and asked me, it's like, so what do you think about my bisexuality? I'm like, you want me to be, you want me to be honest? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, it's a sin. You know, it's a sin. And I said, but I don't hate you. you know, I don't hate you. I don't, I don't hate any, it's like, I, 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 I tell everybody, like, I don't hate anybody. I only, the only thing I would probably hate is like, what I really hate is deliberate ignorance. That's what I really hate. But the thing is, is that it, it, that's the kind of conversation is if they, if they want to talk, talk to me. I love you. Just come up and just ask me. So, what do you think about that? I'm like, well, I'll tell you honestly that I don't hate you. If you yeah. want to talk more about this, we can. You know, what I mean? mm -hmm. we can. I'm willing to. But you know, um, I love you. God loves you. And if you want to have, like I said, if you want to have more discussion, we can do that. If not, yeah. we'll just put a pin in it for right now, and mm -hmm. that'll be it. And and he literally said, yeah, okay. He was my best friend. He used to make my day every yeah. day I went into work. Yeah. I love that guy. He was a great guy. Yeah. And he was the one who he wasn't the one that accused me of like homophobia. Mm -hmm. He was he was in fact the one that warned me that I might be getting fired because they tried to make up a story about me yeah. with him. And he like I said he was my best friend. Yeah. I want to end on a, a passage here in scripture that they mentioned. Um Romans chapter twelve, verse I'll just go fourteen all the way through the end of Romans twelve. <clears throat> 
Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Don't be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Lastly, verse 21 says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you that you saw us in our wretchedness, in our wickedness, in our sin, in our pride, and you still sought to do something with us, Lord. You, by your grace, saved us, Lord, and, um, and we just want to be your vessels here on this earth with however much time that you've given us. So may we go out, Father God, as our brother talked about last week or a couple weeks ago, and even in our neighborhoods as we get in, to meet and greet folks, Father God, at the shopping malls and shopping centers or grocery stores, wherever we go, Father God, may we just love on folks. And I pray that this church will be able to love on anyone that walks through this door, Lord, that our light will shine so bright that we will be a beacon of hope, drawing all to you in this community. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, guys. Thank you all. Sorry.